Hello and welcome to another edition of the SGR Coffee Break. Yes, we took a break last week because we were just like, fuck it, who cares? Or it's because my internet is terrible. Oh, that's why. I was like, wait a second, no we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like the confused look on your face. No, my, I was... Uh, what was it was I was watching something on on Twitch and all suddenly it started getting all flaky like Tuesday night and I woke up and I was just I was so drunk at that point I was just like ask her and I'll go to bed. Woke up the next day, came out to find that yep, MediaCom still rocking it with their terrible horrible internet. And it wasn't like the internet was out; it was just it kept coming and going. It was stupid slow. I couldn't I couldn't even get to Facebook, man. Do you know Do you know how hard that was to not get to Facebook? I couldn't even check the weather. You have a phone. Yeah, but it's like, you know, I have a nice big monitor, which my hands can't even cover because it's so damn big. Or I have a tiny little phone. That's, that's, that's like the first world problems, the it first is. world problems right there. It is. It is. <laughs> Did you want to look at Facebook on your monitor and not a phone? <laughs> when you have a phone. No, first world problems is having everybody be like, Dude, dude, that beard starting to starting to get a little crazy. Starting to might want to tame that shit. <sighs> so you know, maybe for I our, do like the uh, gray streaks, <laughs> the perfect gray streaks yeah, that are coming yeah. on the side because you really, I mean, it does kind of look like a Mark Hamill craziness. Yeah, if I would just grow my hair out, it'd be great too. But I'm not growing my hair out. I tried that once; it didn't work out so well. <laughs> Anyway, we're not really here to talk about me. This isn't the me show. We're here to <laughs> talk about... Uh, it the, could be the you show. It could be. You know, after uh, a couple of weeks, it probably would just be the me show. I don't know what I talk about. So this is my beer bottle over here. And these are my wild steins. Great podcast. Good go. Don't be a dick on the internet. Peace out. Fastest podcast. Actually, I, I, I think the me show would be you drunk. <laughs> Now that Talking be, about stuff you've seen on Twitch. Now that would be entertaining. We all know that that would be very entertaining. Because it would just be a vicious cycle. I'd be like, oh, do you remember seeing Carrie? And then five minutes later, oh, do you remember seeing Carrie? Oh, it's so bad. Her, oh. review of, her review of Top Gun was shit. Her review of Top Gun. <laughs> no, no, it'd have to be, you know what? That could almost be a video series. Uh, what are gamers upset with this week? Because there's oh, always the answer is everything. I, I understand, but every week there's something else that we're supposed to be upset about. This week wasn't it? This week and last week it was uh, review scores. Oh, for Uncharted. Yeah, can't have an opinion because uh, if it doesn't jive with everybody. Your else's. opinion? No, here's the thing. So your opinion does not belong in a review because reviews are supposed to be objective, which just cracks me up. So, but in reading this petition that was on change.org, he strictly states that this game is a 10 out of 10, and it is ridiculous that this one reviewer gave it a 4 out of 10. Because, you know, his opinion of it being a 10 out of 10 is not an opinion. Okay, that's just fact. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. asparagus is like the best fucking vegetable ever. Again. That's an opinion. It's an opinion, people. Because no, but there's is... no. You can't have opinions in your reviews. Oh, and I would love for someone to tell me exactly how to do that. How to 
keep an opinion out of a review. I don't know how to do that. The review would go something like this. You press the start button, the game plays, you do a bunch of sequences on your controller to make the character get from point A to point B. There's a story, and there's an ending. Credits roll, 10 out of 10. That is, that is your non-opinioned, influenced review. Yeah, because, you know, me playing Doom, you know, one thing I'm going to put in my review is that the load times are kind of long. Um, yeah, especially if you die and you have to reload. <sighs> yes. So, but it's my opinion that they are long. Um, someone else may be like, well, they're not as long as they were in Just Cause 3, so therefore they're not that long. Like, they're not okay. blo they're not Bloodborne pre-patch long, I can tell you that. You could fucking start loading that game, get in your car, go to the store, get yourself a bunch of booze, come back home, pour yourself a drink, crack a six-pack, and uh, you may be able to get into the game by that point. You see, I could time the load screen, and let's let's just say I timed it, and it was 45 seconds. To someone, they're like, but that's, that's less than a minute. That's not long. See see how the opinion it's comes already, in? already opinion. Yep. That's why the only way that you can get a non-opinion type of review is I started the game because you started the that's game. That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, you played a character. Okay. Uh, you started at the beginning of the game. You made it to the end of the game. Mm, probably not. And the credits rolled. You can tell which which reviews they didn't finish it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. This is a great this would be a great show to have. Yeah, so um and I was playing Shadow of the Beast because Shadow of the Beast has leaderboards and I um had a review code so and I recognized a bunch of reviewer names on there. And when I got to the you know, and it shows you the leaderboards you get to every level. And I got to the end. Of course, I didn't realize it was the end. And then I was like, well, wait a second. And I went back to the leaderboards, and I saw that the known names was much smaller <laughs> than it was from, from the first one. And you got to remember, this is like every, like you can look through everybody who, who's, who's played on these leaderboards. Like, obviously, now they're going to be like close to the hundreds or thousands. You're not going to scroll all the way through. But at this time, it was like 50 people. And I'm scrolling through, and I've seen some of those, some people who I never saw on the leaderboard. Posted a review. <laughs> now, I can't sit here on my high horse and say that, oh, I have finished every single game. Because there are some games that, to be honest, you just you just can't. Because they're, like, I, I could, someone who never finished The Witcher 3 or Dragon Age Inquisition and they reviewed it, I get it. Because you may not have 200 hours time to sit there and, and play, play through the whole thing. But I just... I do always find it amusing, especially a game as short as Shadow of the Beast. Um, how so many people will play like just the first level or something, and then write up a review. Craziness. See, and that could also be part of where like the so really the review score controversy. That the controversy really is is people who don't understand how my opinion doesn't always align with your opinion. That's part of the controversy. The other controversy is is that there's just no real standard in game review like there are with movies and stuff like that because it is a newer yeah. thing. <clears throat> well, that's why I've always told people that you find a reviewer that you kind of jive with and that's the person that you read when you're trying to get a review because they have the same types of taste of games that you do. Exactly. So. It's if somebody, because we are human, we all have different tastes. 
you know? So you got to find the person that writes a review that you kind of jive with. You're like, oh, yeah, I totally understand that. I get what this person's saying. And then it's, I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. By what I you mean, do for several years. It's the same reason why back in the day when all you had was magazines, everybody had their favorite magazine because they had, they had specific right, writers. Right, because it and, fit in. Yeah, it fit in with you. Like, I find, for me personally, the reviewers that I align with are usually the reviewers at PlayStation Lifestyle. Um, Jeff Grubb at Games Beat, um, he and I, we usually see very eye-to-eye on stuff. Um, we rarely disagree. Um, and uh, Game Informer people, I usually fall fall in line with them. Now, uh, I'm not going to name any names, but the people that I don't agree with are, um, well, I'll name this guy. Uh, Joey Davidson and I, he's a really good friend of mine, but he and I don't agree on shit. <laughs> like, we just... We just, we're good friends, but we just can't talk about stuff. We agree on very few things. My friend Eric da- er- Eric Fredrickson, he and I don't really agree on much either. Um, uh, the whole side of Polygon, I yeah. never agree with with the, the, their reviews. And I've read several different reviewers, and we just, it's, it's just their, their theme over there. We just don't see eye to eye. Destructoid's the same way. I don't see eye to eye with them. Uh, I don't see eye to eye with Jim Sterling, um, yeah. even though apparently he just loved the shit out of Doom. I mean, you know, a broken clock can be wrong twice a day, and I've agreed with Jim Sterling on a couple of occasions. But you know, he's just not one of those people that I we have the same taste in things. And you know what, world? It's fine. Look, the world hasn't several, ended yet. Because several other people do have, uh, you know, they do have the, the similar tastes to those people. And they have similar tastes to me. It's what makes the world go round. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know what? And it's okay that someone did not like Uncharted 4. I mean, I'm up with this out there. I have no interest to play the game. The game's always bored me. If I'm gonna, maybe it, if I, I never read this Washington Post review, but maybe it bored him too, you know? I was, uh, I was watching a streamer, and they made a comment that I totally had agreed with. And I was like, if I wanted to watch an Indiana Jones movie, I'd watch a good Indiana Jones movie, not watch a, to me, Uncharted mm-hmm. games are a B-level Unchart- or a Indiana Jones game, movie, so. I can see that. But, I mean, I don't know. I just, it never really, I try, I played the first two and was just like, okay, I had, it's like, oh, so we're just going to do action sequence to action sequence with terrible gunplay. And the same. The gunplay was never the strong suit. I always enjoyed the puzzle solving and yeah. stuff like that. Although, except that for Uncharted 3, for some reason, the which is funny because everyone says that has the worst gunplay, but that one actually jived with me the, the best. Yeah. And I think it's just because of this one level I had the most fun with, and I replayed it so, so I could get this certain trophy where it's you're on the sunken ship, or the ship is sinking, and you and there's this part where you can be in the water, and you can swim from area to area, or you can try to jump. But you really don't want to be above water because then everybody sees you. Yeah. And you can get a, a trophy for grabbing people and pulling them underwater and drowning them. I think it was like called Land Shark or something like that. And I and I, I had the most fun with that. Um, just popping out of water, shooting people, going back down, and then. Because they would never find you if you went underwater, and so it's, yeah. So I, I mean, but we all have again different things that make us tick. Okay. And, 
You know, this video will probably be our most unlike video because I just said Uncharted was a boring game franchise to me. So I'm sure we'll get all the hate. It's it's okay. You all can be dicks on the internet. We'll just delete your comments. Your hateful, terrible comments, you prick bastards. Oh, oh, God, the internet. I swear. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So many angry people. And a, and a thing that we're supposed to, you know, uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> I like how we just went, what was this, uh, almost 10 minutes on a spur of the moment. What are, what is the internet upset about this week? <laughs> See, so you really could, could do it. You, you really could. Oh, I'd have to be drunk though. And then I have to pull up images and that, that'd be something that I'd actually have to plan. Oh, yeah. God. The, uh, what the internet's upset about today is apparently this, um, movie review site has said that they will not watch the new Ghostbusters flick. Yeah, I saw that there was a new trailer that came up today and I was like Because it ruined because it's ruining their childhood and so they're they're not going to give it the time of day. It's like and that's first of all, that's kinda of your job. And secondly, as someone else put out uh, like how bad was your childhood if um a, you know, hundred and twenty minute movie was all that you had. <laughs> had to cling on to. You know what? It's it's just another. It's a remake. No, this is supposed to be like something thirty years after. So it's supposed. To, I don't know. Right, right. Whatever. It's it's just a movie, people. It's it's just a movie. Go see it. Don't go see it. Ugh. Anyway, we're not here to talk about internet rage because we could be here for weeks talking about internet rage because we haven't even gotten into the beast that's politics or religion. Oh, man. Well, no, I'm, I'm, would, not, I'm, would, I'm not. I would. I would need a there. big bottle of rum. Bigger than I usually have <laughs> to mm -hmm. handle that. But we're not here to talk not about there. internet anger, because like we just said, we could be on that for a long time. Carrie, what are we actually here to talk about? I don't know. We kind of had a good conversation about, about reviews, but um, <laughs> topic did. of the week <laughs> <laughs> topic of the week is going to be uh, kind of the legacy of doom. I was hoping that was where this is going. When you say it, when it's the title, just so we all, just so people kind of get a little idea of what goes on, Kara comes up with these show notes, and there's always this this title. And sometimes some of them I have to be like, okay, I have no idea what I'm getting into. Let's do this. So the title for this week was the Doom Song. Exclamation you know, you, point. You, you know how to reach me. You could just ask. I could, I could, but there's that nice little bit of surprise. It's like the Cracker Jack thing, you know. You get to the bottom of the Cracker Jacks, and you're wondering, do I get some? Stupid temporary tattoo, or do I get an actual toy? <laughs> so, and if you've never had Cracker Jacks, then really a 120 minute long movie is in that, yeah, you need to have Cracker Jacks. Everybody needs to have those. It's like a good thing. Anyway, The Legacy of Doom. Oh, I know, we're, we're all over the place today. It's a good thing that maybe next week will be our last show for the summer, so we can actually. For the summer, yeah. <laughs> Uh, spoiler alert! Oh, I just gave it away. Shit, now you know the ending. Anyway, Doom. Man. So, what was your first experience with Doom? Did you play the f actual Doom 1, or did you no, play I Doom 2? No, I did not. Two? I played, my first one was Doom 2, and, um, so I was 16, and I was visiting a f childhood friend of mine who had moved to New Jersey and I'd saved up my, my money and I went to go visit him one Christmas and he got the game for Christmas. 
And I was just sitting there watching him play it uh, for a while, and you know, like when he would die, then then I I would play it, and it scared the shit out of me. Monsters suddenly appearing and roaring in your face, and I didn't really get into the game until right before I went to college when I bought my very first my computer, not a family computer, but my very first computer. And really good friend of mine from high school, like as his gift to me for this new computer, he came over and brought over his copy of Doom 2 because back then you could just install these games on any computer you wanted willy nilly. Well, you could also go copy A space B space and whoa! whoa. Yeah. Oh, DRM wasn't even a thing back in the floppy no. days. No. No. <laughs> and like, and this game didn't have one of those uh, where you had to put in a code and it was. You'd look it up on that red paper because then you couldn't Xerox copy it, and so yeah, so it, it, it didn't have that like SimCity did. <laughs> but uh, and then he gave me all of the uh, ID codes. IDKFA, so, IDBEHOLD. Oh, I don't think I'll need two. The God oh. mode, which is IDDQD, and IDKFA for all the weapons and yes, and unlimited, that. yeah, and your key cards. Yeah, so that, I would uh, just, basically, I would just sit around, I would have the grenade launcher and just go to town with that because it didn't matter how close they were to me with the god mode on. <laughs> and I was just, and it was perfect for something just showed right in front of me and scared the crap out of me, just, you know. And so basically, and the cool thing about Doom back then was that they didn't have any of the carnage disappear. So you could always tell where you were. You were never lost yep. because you look all the bodies. Well, if you played with, you know, the right way with the guns or whatever, you'd actually see bodies. No, I just had this meat <laughs> carnage. Little ribs everywhere. that always stuck up. <laughs> yes, it looked like like this. It's all red. Yeah. Oh, God. That's so good. My first experience with Doom was uh, Doom 1, actually. I was over at a friend's house, and he, this was way back in the day with, you know, 25 megahertz computers and all that. And uh, We were taking a break from the Super Nintendo and he's like, I gotta show you this cool game called Doom. So went upstairs and played that. I was like, Oh my god, this is like the best shit ever. <laughs> now, did, did, you know, I mean, Doom back in the day, you played it with a key. There was no mouse. It was all. No, you, it was all key. Well, actually, no. See, my, uh, well, there may be the original Doom, but when, when my friend played Doom too, he played with the mouse, and I watched him try to play. I'm like, God, that just looks awful. Like, because you have to aim and run with the mouse and. And uh, so when I figured out, when I got my own copy, it's like, oh, you can WASD it, or you can use the arrow keys, I think. Yeah, I think, because yeah it's the arrow keys is how I did it way back in the day. And, yeah, the only thing I couldn't do is I couldn't run very fast. I couldn't, I never could figure out how to, yeah. how to run, but. Yeah, so, I, play, I played, I never actually owned, I never owned a copy of Doom in, uh, in Doom 2 until way later. I was always over at a friend's house to play it. Mm-hmm. Then I Doom still have a, out. I have a copy of Doom, the first Doom, on my Xbox 360. Because I think it was like a freebie for the month or something, or it's like on sale for two dollars, something, something like that. So I actually have it. Yeah, I have. I've never played it. I have the Ultimate Doom, whatever the versions that Steam had, because that's how mm -hmm. I was running the uh, Brutal Doom mod, which is by far the best mod for Doom, <laughs> Doom Two, Ultimate Doom. But uh, so yeah, Doom, Doom Two. Then he had a mm -hmm. lull in there, but 
in in that time, it started coming on the consoles too. Like you had it come out to the the PS One, right? Mm -hmm. PS One, uh, the N sixty four, Doom sixty four. Wasn't it on the thirty two X too, or whatever the doohickey thing that went in on the Sega? Wasn't that like their big selling point is that you could play Doom on the it Sega Genesis? Been. It could have been. The, you're the, you're getting into consoles that I never owned. Oh, I, this is. I mean, I never owned a Sega. I just. I'm pretty sure that I remember. Because, again, the only way we got our information on video games was by magazines. And I believe that the 32X was, like, their big push was, look, we have Doom. Now you can play the all the all the internet rate hype. That actually wasn't internet hype, but all the hype that was, you know, PC gaming mm -hmm. back in the day. Uh, then he had probably what everybody least favorite Doom was the Doom 3 because of the stupid flashlight mechanic. Which I really... I, to me, it was more the plasticky-looking people. Everything looked so plasticky. In the See, I heard a lot of people liked Doom Three because they said it scared them. Oh, it never scared me. I, I got, I, I agreed with a lot of people that hated the flashlight mechanic because I was just like, yeah. Yeah, but. I mean, I can understand that, but I mean, from what I saw, Doom Three got pretty good praise from most people. It was another Doom. I mean, Doom has always been a pretty solid franchise at least in my again just harking back to the old conversation we just had like 10 minutes ago this is my opinion you can agree with it you cannot agree with it either way it's not going to kill you you know but to me doom's always been a pretty solid series um i just I, doom one and two were but I th again now we're diving into like is it nostalgia really because i mean that was my wolfenstein was really my first experience with pc gaming and then leisure suit larry which we had to ask my friend's mom all the, because uh, Leisure Suit Larry, in order to play that, you had to answer all these weird questions. So if you didn't have the instruction book, that actually had the answers listed in it. So we were always asking his mom what the answers were. She knew what we were playing. She was like, okay, whatever. But uh, yeah. Dude yeah, was that was a game that um, we had to leave the house. My friend's dad started playing it, so we had to leave. <laughs> Oh, back in the day when you'd actually go outside and play. Imagine that. Huh. But, uh, yeah. When I got my very first laptop, it was in high school. It was I like 14, 15, something like that. When I got mm -hmm. my dad bought me my first laptop, and I had a 14.4 modem, and just shocked my friends. They were like, 14.4 modem? Whoa! But, uh, I actually think mine was 28.8. My very first, my first personal computer, but it wasn't a laptop either. It was my personal yeah. computer. Oh, I had a nice big brick of a laptop, and uh, I'm sure it was. Played Doom on that. I remember. I'm sure, it was like 15 pounds. Oh, you could bludgeon somebody to death with that right. bitch. Use it to hold up your car when you got it up on jack stands. <laughs> it probably would have supported it too. It would have. It would have just been like, yo, what? What else you got? You had that in your Nokia phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nokia phones there's probably somebody out there that still has a working nokia too they're just like I hey know, those like things a, did not tank. die no those, those bitches were tanks man <laughs> pretty sure you could just shoot them and they'd just be like okay you wanna you wanna call for pizza now no i've oh. known people who have broken the handles off of their cabinets because they dropped their nokia <laughs> and it hit the cabinet uh door the little knobs on yeah. the way down oh god oh the good old days when shit was built to last but uh yeah, man, that was, yeah, Doom was like my very first, and I remember that because we got out of school and it was, I was having a weekend 
I was staying over at his place for the weekend, and uh, we were up in his room, and he was just like, check this out. It's just like, oh my god, this is so cool. This is why I want to buy a computer. <laughs> so we can look at bloody carnage. <laughs> like, oh, but it was, I mean, you know, they got so much right with it, you know. Uh, the, the environments were always so good. The cheat codes, obviously, but, um, you know, there's always that music. There's all the little secrets. I, if you watch the, uh, they have a, they have a, um, a, a Doom Honest Trailer up on Smosh Games, so get a chance to check that out because they make a lot of, you know, the always walking around hearing ooh, 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 as you're trying to find all the secret walls. Oh. <laughs> I wish they would have brought that back for this, for the new, for Doom 4's I, I, I do, I do kind of miss the grunting. Yeah, the ooh, 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 as you go around trying to find the... Uh, 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 he's dying. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That actually would be kind of cool to have his face at the bottom. It would have. Like HED, yeah. But uh, we'll get into this. The I call it Doom 4 because really, it's really what it is. It's the next Doom in this series, but the new Doom. Again, here we are with the naming things. We got Doom from, you know, 1990s. And okay, we, we need got... to stop. We need to stop sucking with the naming. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to, from here on out, just call it Doom 4 because it sounds better than New Doom. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we'll get into Doom 4 here in a little bit, because I'm pretty sure we've both been playing it. But uh, Oh, I played for four hours yesterday. I, and I could have played for even longer. Oh, it's, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. But, uh, yeah. I mean, really, I mean, Wolfenstein was really probably the first FPS, but Doom is really what made it, which really brought it into where it is now. I mean, it's really what started the ball rolling. Because then you had a bunch of spin-offs start coming in after that, because they're like, oh, this is yeah, an well, actual I mean, well, well, but they made Wolfenstein, and yeah. so it was like, Wolfenstein was like, this is what they set up, and then and then it was like, John Carmack's like, John Carmack and John Romero are like, how can we make this even bloodier and scarier? <laughs> yeah. Oh, cyber demons. Oh. You know, back in the day when, uh, I still, I, I love the Honest trailer, because we're like, you kill it. And the corpse always just follows you in that same position. Because <laughs> there was just, I mean, that's the technology at the time. But at the time, we were just like, this is the best shit ever. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I, it's what, Doom 2, I think, that I can play the probably the first five or six levels. And I know that I still know them like the back of my hand for some reason. There's just, I get into it. Like when I was playing with the, the Brutal Doom uh, mod, which... Again, you should try that out if you got. I mean, Doom on Steam is dirt cheap, and it's such an easy thing to install. But uh, I remember playing that, and I was just like, oh, yeah, so I got to go here, and I go over here, and I do this. And yeah, which is, oh, man. You just reminded me I needed to see if I had Steam running, and I did, so it just exited. <laughs> oh, Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. I'm sorry. I always forget that it's there because I've been reviewing so many Steam games lately. First world problems of a reviewer. But, uh, I know I have, I have many problems. Yeah, good the old games doom. to play ain't one. <laughs> yeah. No, but I was I texted uh, Jen last night and I was like I just played Doom for four hours and I felt like I was sixteen again, but at least I, this time I don't die as much. Oh brother! So let's but dive. like everything. It just came right back in 
Yeah, let's, the, let's let's tackle Doom Four now. Yeah, we, we, this, we've, we've, we've handled. The... Yeah, this. And you jump like it feel like you jump right back into the old mechanics. Like Sean was watching me play, and he was like, "Oh my god, this is like the original Doom because it's so fast paced. So you're constantly moving up." To shoot, so you shoot, you instantly move back. And it's just that constant, like you're vacuuming. <laughs> it's a constant thing, but you fell right into it. And I have to say, like, are you playing this on PC or you're playing on PS4, I'm right? Play, yeah, I'm waiting until uh, everything comes out and then I'll get it on PC. Because I've, okay. I've watched streams with people playing it on PC and I'm like, holy hell, it looks so much better on PC. But I was like, okay. I, I know that I'm going to have at least somebody maybe to play multiplayer with on PS4. So that's why I did PS4. Okay. And I just totally lost track of what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I was telling uh, Sean that the controls on it with the analog sticks, that is the smoothest I have ever had for any first-person shooter. Yeah. Ever. Like, it's not twitchy. Well, they have a... There's an option. I don't know if you went into the controller settings. Mm -mm. Uh, there's an option that actually smooths out your turning. So that's why it's not all janky. There's actually a... a movement smoothing going on okay i mean but off. it's but it's not twitchy like i'm not like feeling like i'm having to like slowly oh. this. Kind of, like, kind of like what i have with wolfenstein you had to you move it and like kind of do this and you have to line things up just perfectly and this doesn't have it i am laughing at how forgiving it is with um, a lot of the jumping puzzles because i'm just like there's no way i'm gonna make that oh wait yes you did yeah. Yeah, you just have to start trusting the fact that they. I mean, if you do the if you do the jump right, they're automatically just going to give it to you. Yeah, it's it's always the point. Someone's like, "Am I am I really? In? I guess I'll try." Oh yeah, I guess I can make that jump. <laughs> just like okay, so you grab hold. Have you found? Uh, so they have all those little, uh, I don't like the Dorbs type dolls. Dolls. In there. Have you found the the original green one yet? Because I don't a, a, remember. So after you, the first few that you find. Like he he does some sort of hand motion. The very last one yes. that he does is he, there's a, yeah. well yeah he looks at it and then like the first one I found he like moved the arm. Oh okay I don't I don't remember because well I didn't start finding him until about the th second or third level. Oh so I think it's in the third level. The there's like the an original Doom guy and it's great because he picks it up and it, it it plays that old Doom song too. The old Doom I music. did get that one because I got so happy when oh, they, I heard it. No, they all do that. They all play that music. Okay. But he picks it up and he's looking at it and he goes Yes! Yes! <laughs> I, just, I did see that because I was cracking up at how he just gave it a fist bump. Yeah. I was like, you know what? There's a trophy. I don't know if you go back because I've noticed that PS4 doesn't actually show your trophies anymore but if you go into your screenshots uh, if you go into the save data now you can see all Shows the Oh, Which mine. Mine. Mine doesn't have a little thing pop up. Uh, you turned off the dinging. Yeah. So now I actually have to go in and find all. The, I look at all the screenshots, and now I know where all my achievements are going. But uh, there's actually an achievement, and that's where I got the screenshot that I posted on Facebook because he's like this because I got an achievement at that point. I was just like, this is it's so. It was hilarious, and that's the last time that you ever see him actually do anything with like playing with the dolls because after that he just looks at it, and then puts it away, and you mm -hmm. get your. You get a little point for it, but but I do I do love the music, oh. the music that that plays when you pick it up. Because yeah. the first time I really heard it, because there wasn't like you know any enemy screaming around me, I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's amazing. Oh yeah, have you found um, any of their the levers that open up the doors to the old uh, old Doom levels? 
You know, and the thing is, because I'm reviewing it, I'm not taking a ton of time exploring. I am just kind of burning. But don't worry, the, the, the strategy guide does a pretty, it, they do a nice job of actually pointing out, like. Yeah, because I was actually using the strategy guide when I first started to play, and then I realized I am never going to get this review done timely if I'm constantly looking through the strategy guide. So I'm going to have to do, like, a collectible run, which I've done, I've, I've that's what I did for Quantum Break, and I, so, um, but yeah, so I'm, so like I do have it on. I'm too young to die, just so I can get through this as as fast yeah. as possible, which is pretty darn forgiving. I, I mean, it is very, very forgiving. But uh, yeah, if you find one of the levers that opens up the old do, uh, a door to the old Doom level, if you remember the old door sound from you know Doom and Doom Two, I kind of do. Ha yeah. They ha well, as soon as you hear it, you'll be like. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, the, and the best part is, is that when you go into those old Doom levels, the the new music slowly fades into the old music. So okay. Then you're in there, and all the old sound effects are still there. So when you're picking up like health and all that, you still have that you know the 16 bit as you're picking stuff up, and uh, you shoot. They, so you have your new weapons, and you still get ammo for it, but it's obviously the old ammo. So like when you're picking up shotgun shells, it's you know, it's filling your shotgun. But they have the new demons in there. But once you kill the demon and you turn her away and you come back, mm -hmm. it's the old car, old corpse. The oh old wow! Style corpse sitting in there that still follows you around. So, and I, from what I understand is that if you get all of the Doom levels, if you find all those levers to unlock it, you can actually play the original Doom with uh, you know the new weapons and the new demons. And oh, stuff that's in it. cool! But you get to play it in the old old uh, old sixteen bit style. So, it, well, see, I also know that one of the secrets in there. <laughs> uh, thanks to the strategy guide, is that you find pieces of the multiplayer Doom map, the original Doom map. Yep. And when you get all those, and you can actually play on multiplayer on the Doom map. It's they they did such a wonderful job. To me, they've done all the enemies. They really did a great job of taking the old enemies from the original Doom and Doom Two, and sprucing them up and giving them new life because they still have that. Like when you find the pinky, the pink demon that like runs at you, and I just found the invisible one, which sucks just as much as it did back oh, in the day. I forgot about the invisible ones. Yeah, he's they're a little bit easier to see in this one because it's kind of like that predatory kind of thing where you yeah, kind of yeah. see the background doing things. But yeah. is it is it kind of like Halo with the uh, stealth elites? Yeah. You kind of see the little shimmer. Yeah, uh, this one has like right on the edges. You kind of see where the like the background coming in looks very distorted. But okay, yeah, they're back. I had no idea what I was shooting at at one point. I just also like I heard something. I was like, "What the hell?" And then I got hit, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, oh, you invisible prick bastard! But uh, you know, like the old demons—I uh, forget what they're called—but the ones that would throw the the green fireballs at you, the big red demons, not cyber demon. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. You know, I know so what you're talking about. It's it's amazing how well they brought. They took that old stuff, and I know that we keep going. I mean, really. We keep going back and forth between Doom 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 and Doom Two and Doom Four because really they just kind of blocked out Doom Three. There's no real harkening back to Doom Three. This is they really went back, brought in a lot of that nostalgia, and they just made it a stupidly fun game. It's very predictable. And I mean, like you know, when you get I into guess, a room, you know you're going to have a wave of enemies. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Fight, but I guess what I'm curious, like, would it be would we love it as much if it didn't have all those cues for for nostalgia and I would actually say yes, because I barely played Doom Two in my youth. I never, I never played played the first one, and um, it's just a stupid smooth 
FPS to play. And one thing I do kind of like about it is that they brought back like a, a lot of old game mechanics, which again, I guess nostalgia, but like the old game mechanics of doors won't open yep. until until you clear out the enemy. So one cool thing about it is that you're never going to be you don't I don't backtrack nearly as much because I can't get lost yeah, because just... I can't get I can't get everywhere. Until I finish stuff. The only time that I find myself backtracking is that there'll be certain doors that won't open until you trigger an event further up. But you mm. have to you have to know when that event triggers that door because if you get too far ahead, you can't actually go all the way back. The game will actually lock you out of going back. To me, it's I which mean, is very old. Yeah, I you it's know an old mechanic. To me, if you really like that twitch-based because this is a very twitch-based kind of shooter it's not so much like call of duty we're i mean we have we've had so it's many twitch-based and yet not twitchy yeah but i mean we've had so many games over the years now that have all been using cover-based systems and you know multiplayer aspects of it this is they they really just wanted you to have fun they want they, there's definitely a great push for uh like you're always moving forward. There's never been that like struggle to find out where you got to go. I like their map. I like what they did with that. Uh, if you find the auto maps, at least then you can find, you know, you can be like, oh, I missed that doll over there, or I need to get over here to get the chest piece, or there's uh, that little ball thing that you squish to get your power. I forget what it's called off the top of my head, but I mean, if you remove the nostalgia, they they did a very good job. I mean, the enemies are competent those imps can kiss my ass i also like how aside from the dolls the collectibles have they're really important to get yeah um yeah because i am basically i'm i'm constantly looking at my map i'm like has any of those praetor armors like yeah. any elite agents shown up where's the argent <laughs> i have, need have, this stuff have you done any of the uh rune challenges yet yes I completed my first one. I was so proud of myself. And that was hard. I, yeah, they're, they are not easy. Uh, some of them, it, it's all about learning the pattern. So you got to, you know, you start learning mm -hmm. stuff. But, like, I think I got the one that drops more ammo from bosses or from enemies. And that's the one that I've just been running with because I was like, I need more ammo. Because I've... Ammo, if you're not playing on PC, because on PC you can have unlimited ammo. And you can enable God Mode. And it's oh you sadly, can yeah. you, you can't oh. on mm. on the PC side because you have to have the console in order to put that in there. I wish they would put that in the you know the uh, console game console mm -hmm. version where you had the access to the console to type in your commands. But uh, they do have and it's, I was really sad not to see the IDDQD and IDKFA. Although those are achievements. Oh, IDDQD is. I didn't see the IDKFA unless, unless it's a hidden trophy. If you just look, if you want a real blast from the past, just look through those achievement lists, like the E1. Or was it the IPsetup.exe? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the E1M1 level. Okay. That, there's, that's an achievement, too. And it's just like, they just did so much. They, they did so good with this. Uh, the achievement names were spot on, especially for anybody that's you know remembers these games. But... Uh, yeah, it's so much fun. I I get sucked into that every time because it's just you're like, okay, I was doing this, and then all of a sudden you start doing the fights, and you're like, oh, that was great. Chainsaw, oh, that's so much fun. Yes, you, it you, is. You watch all that ammo just sprinkle a lot of them. <laughs> just... It's like it's like confetti. <laughs> it you just chainsaw it open a pinata. Yeah. <laughs> 
And you Gabe just... was watching. I I let Gabe watch me play because it's um, I figured because it's demons, yeah. you know, like it's not people. And so I was running low on ammo. So what do you do? You get out your chainsaw and start going to town. And he was just like, "That's disgusting. <laughs> like I need the ammo, man." Yeah. Oh, so... was, I think there's blood on your chainsaw. I'm like, "Oh yeah, there is." <laughs> uh, some of the glory kills are just fantastic. Like I... yeah. Because uh, I love the ripping off the arm and smacking him across the face with it. Uh, on Pinky, the, the pink demon, there's one where you, can, you rip off their one of their tusks and then push their head up and slit their throat with their own tusk. I haven't seen that one. Have you seen the one where... Uh, I, I, no. Have, have you gotten a berserk mode artifact? Oh, berserk mode is so When you grab them like, in their mouth and rip them in half. <laughs> like, dear God. But every time I see the little berserk thing, I'm like, oh, shit's about to get real, so I save it. The last one I just did last night, like, I tore open a couple of those big red demons, and then there's the big guys with the Gatling guns, which I like that they changed those. Uh, you got some of them with Gatling guns, some of them with poison missiles, and some of them with just missiles. And I, I love the fact that they changed all that up, and they kind of changed up the armor based on which, which ones they are. But, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, just running around berserk mode, just, like, punching shit and just watching it blow up. <laughs> All over the place. The stuff that you do, like, uh, have you found those big, like, skully that with just the skull demons? And they like to jump around Mm-mm. and come at you. Oh, those guys are. I hate those. But three shots with the. No, rocket. I'm I'm still on Mars, oh. where, where I am. Well, they they show up in Mars, but they're further. They they get, I don't know, level four, chapter four, something like that. That's where they start showing oh. up. I haven't seen them. They're big I... and brown. They have just a skull, Mm-mm. skull cap. Yeah. They're pretty fun because you, you're uh, most of the glory kills for them is like you push them down on the ground and you crack their head open. <laughs> so it's so much fun. So uh, how about the protagonist? So he's a silent protagonist. Yep. But I think that his actions speak volumes for who he is. Um, I mean, he wakes up. I'm gonna get a little bit of spoiler territory. He wakes up on a sacrificial table, and you know. This is like, no, I don't think so. And <laughs> gets, gets himself up and goes and starts starts kicking some ass. So you can tell that he's like not happy. He may not entirely know what what's happened, what is going on, but he's uh, but he's ready to find out and kill everything in the process. But I love because when you finally, I guess, kind of hook up with the uh, head of the facility, and he's like, okay, we have to stop this person by doing this and this and this. We need to go turn off. We need to go manually disable these towers and turn off the power and he's like okay so you get there and you just like we're not going to like do this permanently just you know gently remove the hinges and he just goes hulk smash yeah. <laughs> he's like totally destroys it I'm like yeah this guy's no fucks to give yeah and at the last one he basically just stomps it in the ground it's great yeah he's just like eh. and i was like well so much for that didn't need that yeah. and the guy the guy the guy comes out there he's like that was expensive equipment yeah. You just wasted so much money. I was like, shut up, Dad. <laughs> He's like talking about it. He's like, you have no idea what you what you've done. And do you understand like why we've done all this? And his displeasure in like, your actions. No, no, I really don't. Just because like, you know, I just wake up and everyone's dead and brutally torn apart or they're possessed by demons. I really don't care why you've done any of it. You know? <laughs> oh, it was so it's so good. But yeah. It's it's just stupid fun all around. And the multiplayer is pretty much if you really liked Quake Three or even the Unreal Tournament stuff where it was very fast paced, uh, 
one <laughs> you're just in it for yourself very twitch based uh it's just twitch based is what they call it but uh you know if you were like those days and you wish to have them back well now you have it because the doom multiplayer is essentially that except for the customizations that you can do to your dude just are ridiculous the amount of stuff that you can do oh yeah. well now so you can stand out a little bit I mean, between all the paint jobs and how you can customize the paint to look and how you can make your armor look like it's brand new or just totally battle-worn, mm -hmm. and it's, yeah. Well, you and I will do that, like, lunchtime tomorrow. You can do that. Doom for lunch. Doom for lunch. <laughs> but, oh, Doom. Yeah, they did it. They made a, this is a really fun game, so. Yeah, Penny Arcade in their comic today said it was like playing sugar. It, yes, it is very much like playing sugar. Oh, it's just and if you and if you guys don't get offended easily, I highly encourage you to read Wednesday's Penny Arcade comic, because I laughed out loud and nearly choked on my yep. coffee. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but I haven't actually looked to see what the reviews have been like for it, but they're they're okay. They're like sevens and eights. <clears throat> so still a good score. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, it's at least a C or higher, so. Although, let me go, because, like, more more reviews are coming out now, because this was a game that we didn't get until um, release day, right? review day. <clears throat> Ooh. Home Front Revolution, not doing so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. There were people on uh, Twitch last night talking about Home Front, and they are like, yeah. Okay, so now, since the later, most recent reviews have come out, Doom is now in the 80s. Uh, well, um, PS4 83, PC 83, Xbox One 86. I wonder why the Xbox. Oh, oh, I don't know. Maybe there's some. I don't know. But it's, it's, it's just it's just what code they got, and yeah. so. But overall, it is a very fun game. So even if you aren't into the nostalgia aspect of it, like what I've been kind of rambling on about and all that, and you won't get some of the old musical references, like when you pick up the doll, you won't. Mm -hmm. It's still just a really good, entertaining game. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of nines. A lot of nines, a lot of upper eights. Well, they, d they did a great job with the atmosphere in it, too, because, like, if you're playing... This is one that you definitely want to play either with a very good surround sound system or some headphones, because the amount of <laughs> crap that you hear going on, it makes you leery to go into another room because you're like, what's going on? It also clues you in when you forgot, when you didn't see an enemy. So you can hear it. I don't even. I never even heard of these two other game sites that gave it a seven, or the other one that gave it a five. Yeah. Never even heard of them. Oh, so they didn't like it. That yeah. is that no, is their they, thing. They most certainly did not, which is, you know, whatever. That's that's their deal. It's good for them. <sighs> All right, Carrie. Besides Doom, for four hours yesterday. <laughs> what else have you been playing? Oh, let's see. I'm looking up other sites for something I don't like about Metacritic was that they're split. It's forgotten P how did okay, I'm not sure how that's exactly fair, but okay, whatever. How these sites are getting listed multiple times. Uh well. Oh IGN didn't like it. Yeah. Interesting. Polygon hasn't posted their review. Hmm. I'm actually surprised right. to see that. They wouldn't get a click from me anyway, so. 
Well, I know. I'm just surprised. <laughs> Although my review is not up. I'm going to get mine up by Friday. Whoa. That's why the Xbox One one is so skewed. There's a couple of 10 out of 10s. Oh. <clears throat> it's entertaining. So, yeah. If you're on so short, just... other, other stuff I've been playing is... Um, so last week I reviewed... <clears throat> Shadow of the Beast, which is a remake for the PlayStation 4. It is The game originally came out in 1989 for the Amiga. I did not have an Amiga. I never even heard of an Amiga until I was already graduated from college. And I started reading web comics, and they're referencing Amigas. I'm like, what the fuck's an Amiga? I mean, I went to school. We had Commodore 64s. We had um, Apple IIs, you know, with the green and, mm-hmm. the green and dark green screen. And, you know, I never even saw a color computer until I was probably in junior high when the Apple IIEs came out. And I was like, whoa, look at this madness. Um, so I, we I, we got a computer when I was in junior high. I got an IBM PS2. So, no, I never, because that was the first time we had come out with the little three-and-a-half-inch discs, and no one... Sold stuff for that. Everyone's using the five and a quarter, and yeah. So, <clears throat> and it so and the game got ported to the Atari Lynx, which no, I didn't have that either. The Super Nintendo, I never had that. Never had any Sega system. So I'd never even heard of this game. And even if I did have one of these systems, I'd tell you that I never would have been allowed to own this game, uh, even though I know it was like you know probably eight sixteen bit back then. The if it was bloody violent, it wouldn't have really shown that way. At least not like how it does now. But uh, So I had no preparation for Shadow of the Beast. I looked like an action game. I didn't realize it was like an action platformer. It um, just really interesting. It kind of is like Bayonetta <laughs> or Platinum Games style game and I don't because I know this was a remake and it's not exactly from how the old one was and I haven't really watched the old one. I'm really curious, like, which came first, Platinum Game style with leaderboards and the medals, or this. But what this would do is that you would get a ranking after every encounter, and you would get a medal based on your score. And if you would get a Platinum medal for uh, an encounter, you would receive an elixir. And the elixir is what you could use to, to revive, or you could sacrifice innocent souls. And I believe in the higher difficulties, you could sacrifice, you, you, you had to earn those souls. And the easier difficulty, you had an infinite number of souls. So since I'm reviewing this, and I'm sucking at this, so it basically it was, you know, kind of really wanted you to get really good at it. And your score, the, your, your score at the end would also determine um, what, what you could level up with because you use your score to buy... Um, stuff to buy skills. So it really does encourage you to do a good job and if your idea, so and you can either go grind or get better at the combat. Those are kind of your choices. Um, which I kind of liked because if you don't like to grind, well then get better at combat. If not, mm-hmm. then you're going to go back and replay some levels. And there's other reasons to replay, to explore, get some of the additional timelines, um, find some of the talismans that you can wear to help you. But um, as I found out at the end, um, yes, there is an easy mode. Yes, give me infinite lives, but it came at a price. Oh. Yes. 
because there's multiple endings which you don't realize until until the very end. And um, I got the worst ending because I used so many innocent souls. So there's an ending for losing less than ten innocent souls. There's an ending for using no innocent souls. And uh, then there's an ending for getting all the collectibles and things like that. And then there's an ending if you unlock all the endings. So, um, yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, so there's this easy, but um, you don't, you're not rewarded for using the easies, <laughs> which, I, which I thought was a really brilliant way of counterbalancing that. Yeah. You got through the gap, got to experience it, but you didn't get the good ending. Right. I like that. Yeah. Makes you want to yeah. go back and play it again. Right, and you know, get a little better at your skills, and so that you don't have to use those souls. Or at least try to get elixirs, because I think either either use an elixir or you can restart the level from the beginning, like like nothing happened. So it's either you replay it a lot, or you get really, or you get much better at this or that. And um, I also like how the story was kind of deep without having any discernible dialogue, because the dialogue is all in foreign language, and even the subtitles appear in a foreign language. So you, you can, really you have can... to base everything off of. Um, that expressions. The the stream that I watched yesterday, they had they there's a, I guess you can buy translation books. You can. Yeah, mm -hmm. I will actually do that. But again, would you rather have health, or to be able to understand this fool? I just which I just is, kill the fool, take the soul, and go buy my stuff. Which is like which is why um like because the points are also there's an in game shop, so you can use the points to get extra concept art. You can buy you can use points to buy the original game. You can use points to buy the original game with infinite lives. You can use points to watch, to purchase a video of the original game, which I might actually sit down and do and watch someone do a playthrough of the original game and see, see how that goes. Um, so there's all these kinds of, it's a nice little in-game in shop where, there's, there's no, where there are no microtransactions. But I would like to actually almost see more games kind of do that when if they're doing a um, kind of a remake that, yes, this game was hard back then. We know we want to make it more accessible now. So we're making it more accessible, but we're not going to reward you for taking the easy way out. You have to go back to how it originally was to get um, to, to get get the ultimate reward. Which I was like, I had a hard enough time on easy. I cannot imagine playing this game on beast mode. I mean, you must have your timing down pat for... Because it's side-scrolling. See, so if enemies coming from, from both sides... And when you get a, when you're attacking one enemy, this is not Assassin's Creed where the other enemy patiently waits his turn. Nope, he he will just come at you. So you have to really figure out a way to uh, guard and dodge and, and get around these enemies and time. Oh, it's just it's chaotic. I think it's like twenty bucks too. So think. Uh, I I mean, I I recommend it. I had a good time with it. Yeah, what I saw of it yesterday on stream it looked really good. So. On my hit list. It's on your hit list? On my hit list. And then, um, so I've still been playing some Hyrule Warriors Legends and 3DS. Still trying, trying to get through that. Man, having a hard time finding time to review strategy, guys. It's a total game reviewer problem, but, still, but the game is still fun. I'm uh, still enjoying that. I love all the extra, extra stuff that they've thrown in for Linkle's side story, even though I still hate her name. And then I have also uh, got my platinum and stories, the path of destiny. So, yay! Put that one away now. 
Yep. Call it done. Yep. I only wish that I that that game actually had a game clock so I could see how many hours you sunk in. How long that. it took? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe something you don't want to see. I'm just really curious. Like I would like to know that for Diablo, like oh. for, on the PS3, I'm really curious, like how many hours I spent. <laughs> oh man, that would be ridiculous. The answer is too many, but too I'm many. still curious what that is. Oh yeah, but hey, it was a lot of time with the son, you and your son, grinding mm -hmm. out gold. Oh. Good times. Good times. Anything else? No. All right. Well, I've also been playing. Try it out. Check it out. It's a good game. I'd recommend it. Uh, I also, I think this was because PC Gamer, uh, there was an article about, um, they had a Duelist review, and I was like, well, what the hell's a what the hell's Duelist? And it's basically like a card game. Okay. So Hearthstone, Magic the Gathering, all that. Except for your deck, you build up your deck, and then you, your cards actually are little people or enemy or monsters and stuff, and you play on like a 9x9 nine nine grid. So there's a big, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of management is, is, is it better to, when you're dropping down like a new enemy, is it better to block off your, you know, like your opponent's main caster to try to kill them? Or do you want to drop them where a mana orb is? So that way you have one more, you know, one more mana than they do to help cast more spells. Um, it's very 16-bit anima animated, so it's the kind of visuals you get, but there's six factions that you can choose from uh they you, you earn cards so you basically just want to keep playing the game play it online that kind of thing start unlocking cards and you get all that and i forget how many different cards they said there is uh but it was pretty accessible um mm -hmm. the tutorial was pretty easy they definitely have a thing where they want you to try out all six factions and you know you can see your cards and all that and uh, you can buy stuff online with their through their their store but uh it's it's a lot of fun um I've played a lot of various types of uh, the CCG type games over the time, but this is I, that whole nine by nine board, and then having because uh, your your main hero also has an ability that you can use. Um, but having that strategy of where to move and how you're going to place people on the grid, and you know trying to get to the enemy caster to the enemy to try to kill them is mm -hmm. it's it's a ton of fun and it's free. So I was like, eh. oh. So for a free game, I mean, it was it's pretty in depth. Uh, I haven't really jumped on any of the forums just to see how uh, how balanced everything is. But uh, you know, I like the fact that you're you know just like Hearthstone, you earn in, you earn all you can earn all the stuff in game. You just got to grind it out, or you know throw the developer a little bit of money and you know help them out. So that was it's pretty cool. Uh, also played more Borderlands. My brother came in, helped me out, power leveled me up for a little bit. That was really nice of him. So I, <laughs> I made like 15, 20 levels in one night. It was pretty great. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, and then I've started playing Project Cars on the PS4. So it's uh, it's definitely a tougher racing game. It's much more simmy than I, I knew that it was going to be a sim game, but it is very, very, very simmy. So this will be one that I spent a lot more time just, you know, racing the same track over and over learning out i do like all the customizations that they have that you can do with your car mm -hmm. uh, even just doing the practice stuff like you can practice racing in very 
different types of day and racing environments and having different AIs and it is very in-depth. So it also makes me very excited because I know a set of courses coming out on PS4 too and it's another very simmy game. So I like racing games. I, I tend to like arcadey ones a little bit more but I also really love very hardcore sims because I love peaking and tuning my car for its utmost peak performance. So... Anyway, that's what I've been playing. Ah, I'm glad you're enjoying. I am. So, Carrie, drive us home. <laughs> cute. Very cute. See what I all right, mean. well, may also be cute as if you all would leave a comment on this post letting us know if there's anything you'd like to talk, for us to talk about. Um, I guess that'd be for next week because I think we're taking off the summer between uh, my kids being out of school and... Chris going to go see the world and take photos of it. Uh, I, I, yeah. So I wouldn't, I, we're still going to do book of the month stuff. We Maybe. hope. We, we, hope. May, we, we may even go from an SGR coffee break to the SGR beer cast. So That is true. That is true. We might. St stay tuned. But if there's anything you'd like to talk about over the summer or even next week, let us know. You can also tweet at us. Um, at Strategy Reviews, I am at Crunchy Chocobo, and Chris is at Starvin. You can email me at strategyguidereviews at gmail.com. And, of course, you can find this podcast uh, at YouTube, along with our other wonderful videos. Plus, if you just want to listen listen to us instead of watching us, you, we are on iTunes, and we are on Google Play. Awesome. And we might have a new new video series coming out, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe two of them. What's the internet hate this week? That could be a whole other series. But anyway, <laughs> on with that, we would like to remind you, don't be a dick. If you're upset over the Uncharted 4 review score, go outside, look at the sun, realize that it is not that significant to your life that somebody did not like that game and give it a low score. So stop being a dick. Just don't do it. Your life will be much better. I promise you, if you just don't be a dick, your life will be much better. And with that, we're out. Peace. <laughs>